Get worked up. Check, check, check. <laughs> Tell Kevin that he shouldn't fuck Baby Yoda. Get worked up. Kevin, don't fuck Baby Yoda. Alright, that's good. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. We gotta talk. Um, uh, we gotta talk about Bloomberg. Okay, a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking today about how Kwame Kilpatrick is objectively a better mayor and a better person than uh, Michael Bloomberg, and and Kwame Kilpatrick's in jail for like twenty more years. That's a that's a pretty uh, short list of people that aren't like better than who isn't uh, better than Michael Bloomberg. Michael that's Bloomberg. a question. Who who, who is wor- who is better than him? I mean, me and Nick or were worse, trying to worse. trying to argue last night about whether Trump or him was worse. You know, like comparing. Dog shit to like. You mean it worse as president or worse as people? Uh, like, as a president, we were talking specifically. Yeah, I guess like bloody dog shit versus regular dog shit. Yeah. Well, see, that's that says yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, bloody dog shit's worse unless like the presence of blood for some reason. Makes Honestly, you into it more. At, to, at this point, I, I can't. I don't know. The the reason I ultimately in my head or like uh, I've heard other people say this too that like or the idea that it would basically be the end of um, the American democracy project. Uh, it would be from that point forward, the gate floodgates would be open for people to outright buy elections. And if that power is becoming normalized to wield that way, like why wouldn't it continue to be like, it would just become, I imagine Bloomberg gets in the floodgates, the the flood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and from then on, it'll just become like the whole entire process. The formality of even having elections will break down. It'll just be billionaires competing for it until the billionaire that loses, it gets frustrated. Cause he's like, I'll have the fucking power though. I have all the money. Why shouldn't I have won that election? And then he's like, well, I would declare Chicago mine or whatever, you know? And then, then there'll be like Lords. Uh, you're, I'm, you're kind of making it sound cool. <laughs> I want to show Shogun. You're making it sound America. like game of Thrones. They're going to have a great time doing it, running around, carving up, Territories carving up the great American landscape into different kingdoms. I pledge my allegiance to Queen Cersei because she's a babe. Uh, I'm king of the north. Yeah. Which is lame, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you I, know, the king of the north don't have a very long uh, life. No. They're they're doomed. They're like a Sports Illustrated What's cover. What's the Oberon spot? That's all tropical with all the sexy chicks. Oh, oh, Dorn. Yeah, I'd fuck with Dorn, man. Let's just go on the record. They talked about 40 Democrats. 21 of those were people that I spent $100 million to help elect. <laughs> the, all of the new Democrats that came in and put Nancy Pelosi in charge and gave the Congress the ability to control this president, I, bought, I, I got them. I saw uh, videos, too. I, I was privy to... I don't think a lot of these videos are actually available to see anywhere anymore at the moment because I don't think anyone else has them. And people have been emailing Jack Allison, who is breaking this story of Bloomberg's performances in the Inner Circle theater performances Uh, in New York. Mm -hmm. This is like the way that this functions is this bizarre like New York ritual where they have like this group of people put on a uh, first there's like this is not the Bloomberg play. There's like one play that they do with just. They put on like a play shitting on Bloomberg or something or calling him out. I didn't see one of those. There was one. Are they all wearing masks and, and black robes and you have to know the password to get in? 
Uh, for some, I'm sure that they've done one like that. The one I saw was Gangnam Style parody. Uh, it was Stop oh and Frisk God. style or something, or Bloomberg style. I don't remember exactly, but it was about Stop and Frisk. But the bizarre thing about it is like how impossible it was to peg down whether it was pro Stop and Frisk, anti Stop and Frisk, what exactly they were trying to say. We've got big hands, but we know how to use them gently. We're stopping crime in neighborhoods where they don't drive a Bentley. We don't know why lawyers for the perp say it's a big deal. We're just trying to cop a feel. Latinos and men of color, tell us no. No! We gotta go. No! In a pickle, we like to tickle. In their hoods, we think it's good. We're just having risky Briscoe style fun, 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 fun. Open Briscoe style. But the bigger thing is that after this play, there's a rebuttal play in which uh, the current mayor, i.e., Michael Bloomberg in this case, stars in a wacky. Wait, so this is a thing like Giuliani did and. Oh, yeah. To Blasio I, yeah. and. Yep. Ed, I mean, unless Ed unless Koch. you can opt out, maybe maybe Giuliani just said uh, There's no. There's footage of Ed Koch doing this goofy shit. Allegedly, I don't know how available all this footage is because apparently, I don't know whether they started scrubbing it once people started finding it. I heard that the Bloomberg campaign started scrubbing it being posted places. Okay, but I don't know if like because they originally got it from the uh, the Inner Circle website. They had some of the videos up there and they had like previews and stuff and. Uh, for, people got a hold of some stuff somehow. I don't know whether they were just like gobbling it up and it was being deleted as they were gobbling it and they got what they got or what. Mm. But what they ended up with was one. Well, the most insane one was one that starts off, open up, Michael Bloomberg, pilot of a of an airliner. Uh, what's what's happening? <laughs> what the is airliner? it, Sully? Yeah, it is Sully. <laughs> it is yeah it's fucking Sully. Like and the, the, the irreverence they, they pay to this great uh, heroic uh, moment and tragedy, potential tragedy, is that the plane just crashes into the fucking Hudson River. I guess everyone dies. They become irrelevant. That's it's. This is Bloomberg's story. In the next scene, Bloomberg is suspended from a wire, and uh, like way up, and he's swimming down, and it's like a seaweed water landscape, and he's just doing such a bad job pretending to swim. He can't do it. He just he can't really do anything. Is the revelation? He likes the wires, though. I'm he loves. He didn't do like a once upon a time in China type thing where he's doing kung fu and. Uh, I God, I wonder if there's not one. That would be great because that would be him like doing Asian accents or at least stereotypes, something. Yeah, you know. Uh, but he's in Bloomberg. He crashed the plane. He's Sully. He crashed the plane. Now he lives underwater. He goes down to Little Mermaid World, and that's the fucking. Is there a is, Sebastian character? There's a Sebastian character. It is a black Wait, it really combines Sully with the Little Mermaid? Yeah. Yup. Down here we got snapping turtles. Up there we got big bed bugs. Down here the waves making trouble. Up there A-Rod's taking drugs. New Yorkers the bravest people. The cops on the beat they care. It's true firefighters, teachers. We got heroes everywhere. The solely thing is just the intro. There's nothing else. From then on, it's just Little Mermaid song parody. How do they besmirch the good name of American hero Chesley Sully Sullenberger? It, it is. It is a. You know. It's. It is messed up. I will say. It's Michael Bloomberg. One of the messed. I will up say it is messed up that his name is done. Chesley. Chesley. It's a weird I actually name. didn't know. Yeah. How dare they Sully Chesley? Sully. How dare they Sully Chesley? Okay, that, your joke is better. Sorry. 
fucking stepped all over that shit. That's okay. It wasn't very good to begin with. <laughs> well, aside, that's Sully's over. No more Sully. Just actually, Great I don't. Movie. I don't even have to like summarize the rest of the play because it's, it's, okay. it's just it's incoherent, like in insanity and it's like there's all of these references to his like mayorship and in every single one he's like some sort of hero figure this one's about him like running for pike bloomfish he's running for mayor of underwater just because he ended up there he's like i might as well i guess like become the oligarch of this town uh as pike bloomfish okay you know he like meets ursula wants to like corrupt him but he is like corrupt too it's really fucking bizarre really i hope that these things do make it out i'm sure they will be posted eventually because they're like unspeakably strange and i like felt my brain permanently changing while watching it and i became desensitized to it just seeing michael bloomberg up there doing all this stuff and i guess the main he should lean into it the main thing is like he does not know how to be a human at all that's why he can't lean into it because they do kind of set it up as like oh this play is kind of bad and funny like so bad it's funny and look at the mayor embarrass himself (laughs) ha 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 right but he's so inhuman up there and incapable of like seeming it's just like that he sings he can't hit a single note and like they sustain notes a lot you think his penis is a weird shape um, a lot of them are i'm being by them i mean the billionaire pedophiles yeah uh he's probably got weird genitals right i'm sure uh, we'll find out soon well uh, unfortunately uh all the women that he settled with that is you know sign ndas and stuff yeah well someone will come out who hasn't been who hasn't settled yet <clears throat> yeah it's a miracle we got the info about jeffrey's egg shaped yeah uh and also you know uh nick you floated the theory that uh maybe bloomberg uh the guy who orchestrated that uh, oh yeah suicide. well i didn't come up with that i found i oh, saw you heard that it? somewhere yeah okay well yeah then maybe he killed the mind like because he was like ah, i'm probably gonna run for president should probably get rid of yeah, that nip guy that tie, in the bud. yeah tie up that loose <laughs> loose end and i mean he's the guy who has like the, the, the connections nip that in the egg <laughs> he has uh he i mean because he is the one who is like the uh he's one of the richest i mean no other mayor is like a fucking billionaire like him i don't think are they? I don't know. I mean, he even just being a billionaire, he's not just a billionaire. He's a 60 billionaire. And, you know, that's like... That's a lot of billions. That's upper echelons. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, Jeff Bezos has like 120 billion or something, or is it more than that? At any rate, it's a lot of billions and more, way more than most people to the point where you would have possibly the disproportionate, like, power and influence, especially after being mayor, especially after being mayor that was obviously, like, closely working with the police and... And they probably really like each other back and forth because okay. he's like, we got to give you more. Uh, we'd love to give you guys more reasons to be able to harass people and fuck people's lives and days up. And especially the brown and black ones. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is such a great relationship we have, Mayor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then he na- he needs a favor pulled. What's stopping him, really? If he was the... if he I mean, there's no way he couldn't get that done if he wanted it right. done. Right. It's, yeah, I think that's per- perfectly within the realm of plausibility. Like even with just with the money alone, but you know, combine it with the power and influence, it's mm-hmm. a done deal. Yeah. Uh, or the political power and influence. I mean, obviously, billions automatically translates to power and influence. But he, yeah, I already went through. It's it just, yeah, when you that is remarkably plausible. I also like the idea that. Uh, I mean, it seems like is he like a fucking what? Like what is? Michael Bloomberg because he cool 
Yeah, but he's like this terminal inhuman nerd that cannot like he's normally exist or even like be clever or witty. He's clearly like a dimwit and slow. And he thinks farming just involves like planting a seed and burying it. And he's like, I'm a genius. I know how to farm, guys. I'm, I'm for like, you know, I'm he, but like, how? I don't know. I think it's, I, I think it's, uh, I don't know, kind of disingenuous to, 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 to characterize someone just based off of like videos on Twitter where they look stupid because, yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, it's making him out to seem less evil than he is. It's like, oh, he's so dumb and he yeah. fell his way, fell upward into billions of dollars. No, you don't make billions of dollars without being like an evil person and like well that, i think he definitely is obviously i would imagine evil. you have some level of intelligence and yeah and some that. kind of like ruthlessness there's a ruthlessness at his core clearly yeah uh like just because there's these photo ops where he looks dumb behind closed doors where we're not seeing him he's clearly like he's in his element he's saying yeah. kill that fucking baby yeah when yeah, he knows people baby. aren't supposed to be recording him he can uh you know be his true self Vladimir Putin thinks that Donald Trump is should be president of the United States and that's why Russia is helping you get oh, elected so you lose to him he's Alec Baldwin in uh, Glengarry Glen Ross you know just off the chain uh but I would that's that's what I'm curious though is to like what does that look like does he still as like socially bizarre when he's like or does he like oops or does he like really get get his element and suddenly it's like watching like a shark move yeah. slickly through well, the I mean, water. seeing the way he interacts with dogs, it's clear that he doesn't really like take he he doesn't interact interface with the real world ever. I don't he probably doesn't even derive any joy from it. He's just the kind of guy who just likes to, you know, win and like just destroy things and put people down. Like that's that's there's those kind of people just thrive on being in the element. They don't have anything else other than that. Maybe that's kind of what it is, is that he's so used to being like six, $60 billion worth of insulation in from the rest of the world and can pretty much probably, like, it's like an alternate universe. And he's like, a, like back to the uh, Little Mermaid theme, a fish out of water. Mm. He's like, I mean, we're watching like a fish flop around, basically. That's like what explains the bizarre. And the well, some people, I mean, the other thing, I mean, not everybody is good on, on a microphone. That, yeah. I, I, the one video I always think back to, or just the one that's like stuck in my it's, head, is insert joke about the, me. Right the, right we right says stop him. He's like, hey, hey, Michael Bloomberg, say stop and frisk. Right. And he just, he's just, uh, deer in the headlights yeah. goes stop being and on, frisk. Being on camera for some, I mean, some people just can't do that. It doesn't mean they're mm -hmm. not like, and he's not used like to capable in their daily life. Yeah, and that, that's a byproduct of Twitterization of politics, as we just. Well, he's he's we not used to into uh, these kind of cartoons, and it's like. They're more dangerous than that. I, but I don't think that like someone's charisma. Because I'm not trying to say when I say that he's dumb or slow that it's anything about his dangerousness or evilness or ruthlessness. Mm. It's just about his ability to like, uh, you know, he doesn't have he doesn't even have to operate at a, at a fast speed or like be witty or anything with the amount of money he has. He's he's the emperor with no clothes going around. Everyone's telling him that he is. Like no one's right, gonna, but he had to get there somehow. I mean, yeah, uh, but I, I mean, we know how people like get. It doesn't mean that you like. Well, what did he invent? He invented the terminal, I guess, to to read stocks with the, the, the Bloomberg movie box. with Tom Hanks. The yeah, he invented the that. It was the fucking biggest movie of all time. Said fifty five billion. I did love that movie, but <laughs> uh, as a child, yeah. Now I fucking hate it. 
Uh, wow, yeah, real right. whirlwind of emotions there. Um, but I don't think Michael Bloomberg. I guess the uh, the video where he just repeats the thing back. I don't think he's used to like being spoken to or sp- like without speaking. To, you know, whatever. How you say, however you say that common yeah. phrase. <laughs> Spoke. Usually he's the one who starts the ta- the discussion. Yeah, people aren't usually ambushing him and like yelling things at him. Usually he's doing that. He's like, "Hey, broad, get over <laughs> here." <laughs> if you did, he could say like, "Get the fuck out of here forever." I'm taking away everything. I do wonder because that's the funny thing is like watching him pr- pretend to be a democrat, like appeal to the democratic base, primary base, where he has to like, this is not who he is. Clearly, like the this like. Uh, you know the what the Democratic primary voter of today wants. I mean, like the like the like Pete Buttigieg or the uh, the low information kind, the kind who just like wants to feel like like warm fuzzies about liberal progress and stuff. Bloomberg is not that guy at all, right? He'd so watching like, him graft this persona on is funny, but like it would be funny. It would, not be, it would be more true to him if after he got the nomination, if he were to get it, and he became the like that, he would just become his true self which is the kind of guy who's like yelling at like using like you know you dumbass broad get the fuck over here kill your baby or get out of my office that kind of shit because like trump people love that about trump right that would actually be better for him it would be better for him to just like go mask off if he's capable if he's i, I i'm sure he is he's got it in him i don't know if he could ever i mean he you don't have to like be able to speak ruthlessly to be ruthless he clearly has like i mean all the like, anecdotes of of him he he's a he's a tyrant but I, those are anecdotes and like quotes i'm talking about like literally like the sound of your voice and how you talk which i guess is just a dumb abstract thing to consider but it yeah. it, it, at, it does have an effect on people and how they perceive you especially when you're running i mean he office. was perceived that he was able to be he, he i mean i can't new york fucking elected that guy or mayor three times yeah. So fuck that town, <laughs> fuck that town, that dumbass town that thinks they're better than everybody else. You elected that guy three consecutive times after Giuliani, no less. Yeah, like your track record of mayors is dog shit. And in the in the in the uh, primary election, you guys are probably gonna fucking pick Pete Buttigieg or something. You're not great. You're not great. If you're listening to this in New York, shut the fuck it. Turn it off. Jump in the Hudson. Get out of here. We don't want you. This podcast is for uh, people in the Midwest and people in Cape Johannesburg, South 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 Africa. That's it. That's it. And you're up a little bit. They'll yeah. like it in the Hudson. He's the mayor there too. Ireland. We're cool with Ireland. Every yeah. Just no. Just not if you're from, if you're in Brooklyn. Just F- fuck you. Fuck fuck you. Honestly, <laughs> fuck you. I don't I don't endorse this. <laughs> I, I, I like Queens. If you're listening to this in Queens, you're cool. But if you're listening to this in Brooklyn, turn it the fuck off. I hate you. I went no. to your art museum and it sucked. I'm I was promised guy. a uh, Dave Bowie exhibit, and I went there and I was like, first of all, it was sold. I wasn't allowed to go in. It was sold out. It's like, what the fuck? I can't go look at a museum exhibit. How do you sell out an exhibit? And then they had the other shit, and it was just like one Basquiat painting, and then like some rocks. And I was like, this is a scam. Just like your dumbass borough. Stupid borough. All right. Okay. We uh we love our Brooklyn listeners. No, we don't. I'm I'm agnostic on it. That's perfect. That's perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. I'm I. You're in the Goldilocks zone. Mm-hmm. I'm all for escape from New Yorkifying Brooklyn, putting up walls. I'm going to say fuck fuck Boston. I I mean that's implicit. A fuck Boston every oh, come day. Come on, guys. You can't. No, no, no. No well, more well, of this. No, no more what? of this condemning entire city. <laughs> well, we live in a city that's been, con- that was been famously condemned for years. 
Decades. Decades on the media. We're allowed to... We're, and around any, the country by if, the average if person. If anyone is allowed to just blanket shit on other cities, it is people from this area. Yeah. I had to listen... I had to watch... The, I remember every time I'd watch The Daily Show when I was fucking 12 years old, yeah, how many jokes John Stewart would make comparing like Fallujah to Detroit. And every single time I would just get so pissed. I, I remember when Reddit was like obsessed with the idea of like one... There was like one article about how there was like a bear in a Detroit neighborhood and they would always post about how Detroit was just like a wasteland with bears wandering around. Yeah. Fucking. Well, we never elected Mike Bloomberg. We elected someone who is a human who has a personality who's cool. Kwame Kilpatrick. <laughs> That's a good point. That is actually a really good point. He's a cool vivacious. guy with charisma. Yeah, he had charisma. I mean, he was the, you know. He was charismatic. He was true. fun. People liked he him. Wore, he wore flashy suits. People, People liked him like for him. him. I mean, sure, he was a uh, Dealing him in as well, but I bet that they would have hung out with he him took anyway. Kickbacks, but he—I mean, people love. He's a good old school kind of mayor. You people know? love Kwame. Yeah, we love. He Kwame. got to wet his beak too <laughs> a little bit. Billionaire Pete Carmanos is a longtime friend of former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick, and this afternoon on Charlie LaDuff's weekly podcast, Carmanos said he's working to get Kilpatrick a presidential pardon. Carmanos implies that Kwame was a victim of a political conspiracy and that Carmanos will use his influence with President Trump to get Kwame freed from prison. Kwame Kilpatrick said at one time he wrote a letter to President Trump asking for clemency. Carmanos says he has influence with Donald Trump and has delivered that letter for the president's consideration. Who's his son-in-law, Kushner? Yeah. Is handling all those clemency things. Like, like are you telling us. me that there is no just like disgusting corruption going on in the Bloomberg campaign? Right. Uh, or uh, mayor mayority? I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. It was like probably even higher stakes, bigger. Uh, big, oh well, yeah. Uh, right. But right, but that's just factored in because that's just wheeling and dealing. That's just Manhattan wheeling and dealing, right? Mm -hmm. That's just part of the, you know. That's just part of the trade there. But you know, mm -hmm. when a black guy's doing it. Uh, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, this is what happens when you fucking with the black guy. I wonder. Guy if, I wonder if they talk on the phone. Who? Mike and Donnie. Oh, I mean, like, I wonder if they're having a laugh about this. They, the idea of them, like, Trump probably does not want Bloomberg to be the nominee because he don't have to be mean to his friend. You oh know no, Trump pals. would love Bloomberg to be the nominee. No, no, he would love it for like the, but like that's his pal. They're friends. They yeah. are friends. They are legitimately <laughs> friends. Trump doesn't have like real friends. His friends is his McDonald's and his TV. Yeah, real friends. How many of us? Yeah, All right. Mm -hmm. One, two, fish fillet. Fox News. No real friends in LA. Hmm. But I mean, honestly, us hmm. talking about uh, the whole concept of Bloomberg as a person and what he's going to be if he's president, I mean, let's take a step back from that. And then there's the whole fact that it's yeah. kind of irrelevant because, one, he'll lose to Trump probably. I think we all kind of agree oh, on that. Man. But also, he's like not even a real candidate on one level. Like, he's arguably just like a Bernie, anti never Bernie super PAC. Right. Like at this point, right? That's he's what he's, just a commercial. Really. I mean, what he could they? So if somebody else just if somebody else stays in and stays within a certain margin, it's then they could then the brokered convention could give the delegates the super delegates to that third person, not even Bloomberg, not Bernie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, they're that's all they're interested in. Yeah, yeah, they're just trying to siphon delegates. And they, I don't even know if they have a plan for who they would give it to, whether it is just straightforwardly Bloomberg or what. But as long as they have a choice in the matter and it's in their hands. No, I'm saying even so Bloomberg and Bernie are like the t- number one and number two at the convention. But there's a third person. Yeah. They could give the superdelegates to that third person. Yeah. I'm not certain that it's that you can't even uh, that you just give to anyone that it even has to be someone running. I have been training for this job since I stepped on the pile that was still smoldering on 9-11. I know what to do. I've shown I know how to run a country. I've run the city, which is almost the same size as bigger than most countries in the world. I am not the least. I'm the one choice that makes some sense. I have the experience. I have the resources and I have the record. Bloomberg is is clearly like a number one mo stop a burning. number one king number one new york yeah a no wait king of the i forget that's isaac hayes uh top of the pack i forget all the things he says and then he says a number one again in that song new york new york he starts out saying a number one king of the hill top of the pack and then he says a number one again for the big finale mm-hmm. it's kind of a letdown yeah he thought he was going to say, like, the coolest one last. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to recycle the first one. Always been a pet peeve maybe, of mine. Maybe he got bought off by the steak sauce. <laughs> For sure, actually. Because it's such a corrupt city full of such pieces of shit. I'm just upset that they took the Sinatra song off of uh, Married with Children reruns. But they, just, they did that for Netflix, right? Right. Because yeah. they didn't want to pay the royalties. They should have to disclose. It that. kind of fucks the whole show up, to be honest. Yeah. The the thing that we, is going on today while we're recording this is, or the day we recorded this, is the whole Bloomberg ad dropped. The the one that overtly attacks the supporters. The new campaign strategy of just. Attacking Sanders supporters. Yeah. That's why you can safely say he's not trying to win at all because why, you wouldn't be like overtly alienating an entire block of voters, like right. a really passionate big block of voters. Well, uh, I mean, unless you're just dumb or not good at running a campaign, or yeah. if you uh, are, have a campaign filled with a bunch of saboteurs, possibly. Hopefully. That- <laughs> all right. The big one was the press release, though. Yeah, the press release. Did you see the press release no. today, oh Kevin? Oh my god! This fucking okay. So it's I, a straight up compliment. It's like a. It's like they're handing. Yeah. First of all, it's like he calls out a bunch of Bernie staffers by name and quotes, with quotes. It's just a bunch of quotes. Yeah. About Bloomberg. It's, it's tweets, but to, before this, just for anyone that I mean, I'm sure everyone knows about this, but just if you haven't seen this Bloomberg ad, it is just like a bunch of tweets taken directly from Twitter. A lot of them have revealed later because the people like would be like, oh, hey, I made the Bloomberg video and like post the fact that their thing only had two likes and stuff. Like there's like no. Okay, so we're talking about the video now. Yeah. Well, that's because that's what came first. Yes. And uh, and this, so, yeah, it started off with this overt attack on the Bernie supporters and direct rips of tweets and, of, and people, you know, vitriolic examples of Bernie bros crossing the line being uncivil destroying the discourse uh, the irony also being that they didn't there's much worse tweets they could have got in this video 
there there are some kind of ones that are like oh wow that if you're really sensitive if you're like buying this garbage you'd be like that's harassment i mean if they were smart they would have posted you know the tweets where people are just posting the photo of the pig shitting on its balls or right. that, that might be too funny. You had to post a tweet. Yeah. You can find someone who'll be like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You could find that tweet. Yeah. You could find someone like being sexist or whatever. Like like that does exist. It's a fucking sure. internet. Yeah. And there should have been that hard. And so after this video on top of that, that they got this press release. Yes. That they sent out. And it's, and this is, it starts off with Bernie's new bro, dot, 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 Trump. And it's this whole primer about how you know the whole narrative we've heard before uh let me see i'm I'm gonna read some of this just randomly i don't know what's good in here in a shameful turn of events to see bernie sanders and donald trump deploy the very same attacks and tactics against mike but the reason is clear at this point the primary is bernie's to lose and ours to win so they set it up whatever i don't I haven't read this before, so I'm not going to read through the whole thing uh, and hope that there's something good. Because I know at the end of this, the meat is the fucking tweets that they included are even on a whole other level. They're just true. Of they're like, just good, true tweets. They aren't even about like, tr- about Bloomberg. They're like I'm going to read some of these because like, they're like convincing tweets. Because the, the the tweets in the video again are like. They're they're kind of just they're just like like kind of innocuous rant, and insults from, yeah like not that bad of insults but they might say like fuck you or whatever right like, uh, you're terrible or like we want you to be terrified because don't take away our health care so, right you know right right but it's stuff from that, these like no name account for the most part but, no follower accounts yeah but what they included in this thing are actually just like very articulate uh, good breakdowns of why Bloomberg sucks to the point where like I am starting to wonder. Uh, like who sent this press release yeah what is are there actual people like are they this bad at this or are there actual people or is it people are are just like this is the strategy and he's like alright sure you're the you're the you're the political hack. That, that's another option because that's the other angle that I thought was interesting is that these tweets seem like tweets that would only offend you if you were Mike Bloomberg himself Mm mm-hmm and uh, oh okay that he might have been where like, he's like you yeah put these ones in there and they're like okay i guess that, i don't know that seems so unsavvy though i think like, it's beyond whatever you think he's like i think that's the least likely i think the most likely is that they're just bad at it and i think it is interestingly interesting to consider the likelihood of their actually being of like where they're just like okay we're offering all this money to run the campaign to like help us with this campaign right yeah and, and then so and yours? people who don't like him are like uh, i can see myself Taking this money to to fucking fuck this campaign up, I don't know. Yeah, crazier things have happened. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what's going on, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Uh, so let me read some of these tweets. We've got the first one from uh, Brianna Joy Gray, the uh, press. I think she's the press secretary or whatever you call it, the head of the press communicator of Bernie's campaign. Uh, moreover, we have no reason to believe Bloomberg's newfound political commitments. He has demonstrated a willingness to change his stripes with the political winds, and because he's self-funded, it's literally ac- accountable to no one. The danger he presents cannot be overstated. So, yeah. Why would you... What is what? that? Why would you include that in your wait, press these release? These aren't even, like... The, like these. Uh, why wouldn't you include, like, 
the like the off the chain. That's tweets. not mudslinging yeah. at all. The that's, ones that are like Bloomberg like, is an alien reptilian oligarch Jew, it, like that kind of shit. Yes, right. There, it, those tweets are out there and exist. Get those for ones. Sure. No, this is all. I mean, for the most part, in this press release anyway, it's like. It's just like concise takedowns of like, or just like concern, <laughs> like this just accurate statements about the danger he poses as a candidate. It's pretty it, incredible. But that's the thing. These guys, they do not understand how much the ground has moved under their feet. They really, they're not used to having to fight anymore. They're not used to having to like y- come up with like reasons against or to defend themselves. They're just not used to it anymore. So when then it happens, they're just like, well, they think the old stuff works and it doesn't. Like this is this is deranged. This is deranged. <laughs> since, since I have the floor for a second, that I really am surprised that all of these uh, my fellow uh, uh, contestants up here, I guess would be the right word for it, <laughs> given nobody pays attention to the clock. Uh, I'm surprised they show up because I would have thought after I did such a good job in beating them last week that they'd be a little bit afraid to do that. I may not have a PhD, but I do have good sense of knowing what makes for oligarchy. Anyone caping for a billionaire with a media company able to buy endless ads and influence party rules halfway through is precisely a perpetrator of the corrupt system, i.e. an oligarch. I guess they're really focused. They come to think reading those back. It's the oligarch thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they think is like unconscionable to say. Yeah, it's terrible that I'm that they pointed out that he's exactly. It's a new slur like that. Fredo or oligarch. Yes, yeah, learn yeah, those don't people say the old word. I, I I just saw this tweet that's included in the in the press. I looked at the press release. Uh, when you leave a huge pile of barrels on the roof for no reason, you are literally actually supporting Donkey Kong TBH. That's crazy that you would include that in the press release. <laughs> That's a drill tweet. Oh, okay. I like actually started scanning the thing. I'm like, I mean, at this point, it's so inept that you want to go in and almost help him, and then you realize, like, oh no, of course I don't. But it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, any candidate who is going to use, who is going to release uh, a, a press release that is a full that is defending itself, uh, and it's all about using Twitter like tweets. My brain shuts down. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. I want them dead. I already wanted this guy dead before, but this is just like you're 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 what's wrong with everything. I think I might email their campaign. What? What? See, if you looking can... for work. I think that they might uh, find. I feel like I'm a cool. Po- I'm a Maybe cool. Not. I'm a cool podcaster. Yeah, okay. if you are listening to this pod for research to see if Nick is eligible, he's a viable candidate. He is actually the pro Bloomberg member of the of the of the pod. He defends you uh, from us. Our text every discussions. episode. Yeah, ignore the entire preceding uh, part of this podcast. Right. That was him. He plays a character of a guy who doesn't like Bloomberg to demonstrate how ridiculous you sound when you don't like Bloomberg. That's what we're all doing. Actually, I'm saying I'll take the six thousand a week. Yes, this whole pod is like just trying to. It's like COINTELPRO. We're trying to ingratiate ourselves in the leftist movement and then sabotage. Oh, and them. sabotage he, well, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Nick. Yeah. We're we're the Manson family. We're I'm really part of the managerial class. How leftist could I actually be? True. That's right. Maybe we shouldn't trust this fucker. Oh wait, you are too. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like, suddenly fucking surrounded by he's kind of manager in name only. I mean, he doesn't I have mean, any. He doesn't have any real power. I have no power. At all, and I make fucking like a dollar more than you. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I think that's literally true. I think that's literally true. I don't know how much you make. I think I make thirteen dollars an hour, like twelve fifty. Bernie has all of this loopy stuff in his background, saying things like 
you know, uh, women get cancer from having too many orgasms or toddlers should run around naked and touch each other's genitals to Sorry, insulate what? themselves from porn. Why has what? this stuff not been more surfaced? I watched that John Oliver Medicare episode today. Yeah, I saw I saw the clip at least. I didn't yeah. see the whole thing, but I saw him say it was a shit sandwich and the shit with guacamole sandwich. Which yeah, well yeah, John Oliver's whole episode was about Medicare for all. Broke it down. It's like all like it's all stuff I've like seen before, you know. But it's like it's it's honestly pretty nice to get someone on a show that has a a a, a, a pretty big following amongst the kind of viewer who could be could be bernie curious if if it was framed like but like is so could be so easily swayed by the framing of it yeah uh because they're very narrative oriented very like wanting to be seen as right and smart so when there's this guy who comes out who they look up to who like says no this plan is good uh and endorses it and it breaks it down in all the different ways and makes it viable through cost choice and all these things brings up that like he's you know he's british he's you know has the nhs and he's like you know Literally never heard anyone ever complain about it, but all I hear is everyone here, everyone has an insurance story. Do you have an insurance story? I mean, I I don't have, I personally have an insurance story because I don't have insurance, but I mean, my mom... Your insurance story is that you don't have insurance. Well, yeah, my, my, I don't have insurance, <laughs> but my mom had cancer, right? She, uh, she got uh, lung cancer when I was 14, uh, and my dad was an engineer for... An automotive company, and he had a good he had job. Good insurance. Good insurance. Did he not? Good job, right? Uh, and then, with even with that insurance, that cost like two hundred thousand dollars. We had to remortgage the house uh, to pay for all that treatment, and then she died two years later. But that's with like a good job with good insurance. So like, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. It's even the even the good stuff, you know, air quotes good stuff is <coughs> Whoa. Joke on my spit. <laughs> I need Medicare for Leave all. it in, leave it in. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's an important thing to remember when we're like is like I, when we're talking about Medicare for all, like is like you, you gotta keep bringing it back to the personal, to the things that like that how so that it's not just the concept. Like tie it to the fact that like you know people who are fucking out here like dying because of if they're not dying from having no insurance or having bad insurance, they're fucking going bankrupt because they can't afford it. They're making GoFundMes because they can't afford their insurance. Like, this is not just a thing that people talk about on Twitter. It's a real important thing yeah. that I think so many people are, their antenna is open to the idea because... Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, insurance companies suck and it sucks to deal with them. Yeah, And, and it's such an immediate moral issue, too. It's so easy to, like, speak to people about the urgency of it and why, like, it is and Bernie is clearly the only candidate who is like advocating for realistically doing it you know he's not doing the war on Medicare for all eventually he's not doing Medicare for all who want it he's the only one you can say can do anything about this urgent like horrible like horrifying problem that average everyone yeah like every, everyone. it affects every, like that's the thing like in the Oliver clip they talk about they like they, they show some Fox News clips of uh, of, of, of their def of their argument against it <laughs> Right and uh, and it's it's funny how they always frame it uh, in terms of uh, you know the the big knocks against it that the right uses in like it's always dumb arguments. It's all about choice, <laughs> right? You lose your choice. Uh, you have to wait in line. Uh, it's it's, it's it, the debt will go up. Like and the, like they always the, like it's always framed against like 
the people who already have good in, like insurance, right? It's like if you're a rich, famous person, you might have to wait in line. It's like, why are you always framed by the people who have the most coverage, the most yeah. to lose, mm-hmm. instead of the people who have nothing? Oh, it's just the American way is to always frame it in terms of, yeah. if you're assuming blanket, that you're all successful already. We're well, not all successful. Most of us aren't successful at all. Yeah. Well, well yeah, also, I mean, that's, I don't know, this is like related sort of, just like the whole framing of middle, trying to help the middle class is, which has been the buzz thing for decades thank god that's i don't hear people talking that way as much anymore uh, not as much not as much but they do it does still come it doesn't exist anymore it does well there's that it's becoming obviously like yeah but they you ignore if you even discuss it in any kind of positive way like say helping the middle class you're implying that there should be a low a lower class Uh, right yeah i mean that's a good point this morning I watched you know yeah yeah. I mean you're like this got to have a that's three, the one thing that, ever, that everybody people. forgets it's like wait so there you're I mean if you accept that there should be a strong middle yeah. class you're accepting that that's why they have to have the whole American myth that of this stratification should happen deserving right. your uh, you know it's because you didn't work hard enough you have to have a justification for the yeah. lower class so on the meta, uh, on the Medicare for all thing um I'm sorry, Kevin, I did get this from Twitter today. But there was a big Yale study, okay? I saw that, yeah. And uh, it was Yale, uh, University of Florida, and University of Maryland. Um, And uh, let's just see. So the three main findings, we're just going to go over this real quick. Uh, Ensuring healthcare for all Americans would save more than 68,000 lives. I believe which that's yearly. Right there, that's which, yearly. Which right there, that's and yearly. Whatever else comes up in the survey, that should be enough that nothing else matters. <laughs> right. Yeah. If we are civilized people that care about each other, right. that's literally all that should matter. Uh, it would save 1.73 million life years every year, meaning people would live longer. Right. Yep. Again. Uh, and third, matter. a universal healthcare system would save the U.S. Uh, 458 billion dollars every year. That's the least important part, but right there. That is the least important part, but that's the one, that's the sticking, that's the stick. Like, that's where you get caught, aside from, like, the choice bullshit. Right. Uh, Like, how are you going to pay for it? Well, it pays for itself. That's how. That's how they used to, like, concern troll the whole fucking, that's the whole, that's all they have. And aside from the choice argument is the cost argument. Mm -hmm. It's bunk. It's point, it's totally fraudulent argument. These people want you to die. They don't care about you. Yeah. They want you to. They want you to get well, sick and die. Well, they want you to be. You. They want your existence to be precarious. Yes. yes. That's they want part, be- the fundamental thing here. I think. Aside from okay, the basic thing is, the healthcare industry is fucking insanely huge, behemoth, right? Insurance yeah. industry in particular. A right? self-interested, self-perpetuating. Yes, thing. and like, they have a lot of money to throw around and influence p- politicians and politics. That's one. But big but element. but another element of it as far as like the structure that we live in is just keeping your life as precarious as possible Mm -hmm. so that you don't have time or energy the time or energy Mm -hmm. to fight for other uh just justice in other areas of of our lives and strung to your job too where you absolutely oh that's literally your lifeline to survival will be cut is your shitty is whatever shitty job you people Mm -hmm. are terrified of leaving their job because it's oh my god like what, what's going to happen to my health mm-hmm. insurance? And it decreases the power of labor to negotiate for other rights because of that such important lifeline that they're just desperately clinging They use it to. as a cudgel yeah. against unions. Uh, they threaten their plants, and they make them weaker as a cudgel to keep them in line. They did it here recently Yes, with the striking GM workers. Yes, they did. Yeah. Right now, a lot of our healthcare spending 
doesn't go to healthcare. It goes to administrative costs that come with having a vast insurance industry. That is clearly wildly inefficient. And consolidating all health insurance under one roof would give the government far more leverage to negotiate prices down. Because look, it is no secret. Prices for procedures and drugs are out of control in the United States. Even if Bernie somehow doesn't win this thing, I don't think the desire for this system to change is gonna go away. Like, where people want the fucking free healthcare. They yeah. want it. They need it. It's not that they want it. They fucking need it. Yes, people are absolutely. out here, like, their lives are falling apart. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the number like one they, cause uh, for bankruptcy in this country. The op- people who can't afford to pay their bills, their medical bills. That's what's going to make us win. If we win, it's going to be like that. Because, yeah, they need it, and yeah. people are willing to fight for it. Like, well, I saw... Yeah, because because change is 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 connected to material reality, and if there is our, as people's material reality, is, is it gets closer and closer to being un- unable to ignore it. Where, every, where so many people's lives are being destroyed by it, then they, they're either going to just lie down and die, or they're going to fucking demand change. And God, I mean, right now we're, we're fighting, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I saw a Bernie rally today uh, in, was it Northville, California, or something like Richmond, California, where it was like 11,000 people. It was all in this gigantic hangar thing and bernie started going i mean he's usually yelling like at the rallies but he started kind of like getting like a growl in his voice talking about bloomberg doesn't have a right to run doesn't uh, like doesn't have a right to buy the election he says anyone has a right to run for election no one has a right to buy it like 35 i guess hmm Anybody over 35 yeah (laughs) no he's gonna change that too he's gonna let babies run and not Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda could run. Baby, Yoda's Baby not Yoda human. does not have U.S. citizenship. You need to be human. Okay. Well, that's run. you got to change that too. Obviously, remember we said that's one of our Yoda early to be takes. Fucking human to be president. What, what was our take? Only uh, only terrorists can vote. Something like that. Some reverent and good. No. Back when what? we were. Back when we were. That sounds like something funny. I might have said. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I thought it was only immigrants. Oh, oh, only refugees. Oh, wow. Only that's horrible that I conflated that. What refugees and terror. I mean, it's the same thing. Basically. Dog whistle <laughs> over here. Wow. I owned myself trying to remember my own take. Yeah. That's fucked up. Just remember, listeners, Shit. we all have, you know, we all have bad takes in our head. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta listen to them and throw them out. Crump them up like a ball. Like when you're, you know, you're in class and you're about to, you know, write, will you go out with me to your crush? Crumple that up and throw it away because you don't want to go out with them because you're better off alone. Because you come to this world alone, and you leave it alone, and you need to keep all your sperm in your dick to have the strength to fight. Yeah, you, you don't. Sperm lives in the dick, folks. In case you were wondering. Okay, the balls. It's you know what I mean. You know what they say: every shot you take, my. Didn't we have this exact conversation in the last episode where we're talking about where does the ball, where does the sperm live? Sperm lives in. No, that's an internet conversation. The, the sperm. Is stored in, That's not our in, conversation. in the shaft. Is it's in the shaft of the cock. It's all in the that, head. Mine's preloaded, ready to go. Like a sperm whale. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the ambergris mm-hmm. in, the, in its head. Yeah, you got milky cum surging through your brain, surging through your head sponge. Yes, and it powers me. <laughs> yeah, my brain runs on cum. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it ran on Duncan. 
Incorrect. I'm not from Boston. It was calm. That dog shit along. city. It was come all along. As you can see, that Bernie crowd is huge. They're counting them right now. Bernie definitely has enough votes. I want to pan over to the left now to show some of the other groups. Over there in the distance is the Warren group, a very small group. They certainly don't look, by my count, to have 19 people. It's just about five or six over there. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I should have the call. <laughs> the call should have happened a couple weeks earlier. I'm sure. Uh, not that I would have been able to sway them in another direction, but I might have. Hands in the air. I don't know is uh, probably a good, probably the only real conclusion to your parents voting for Amy Klobuchar out of the blue. Yeah, <laughs> I can no really. Well, they to that. they didn't mention the surge in New Hampshire or whatever. I, yeah, people just people. It's horse race stuff. If they're watching, I mean, the cable there's news, nothing. Well, talking to Kevin about it, maybe she'll do well in Nevada. We don't know. She might be the third. She might be in third or look, second even. Yeah. Well, the, at this point, it's looking like well, the polling's not looking great for her. But I'm just saying, uh, uh, four to five days ago, whatever when they voted for her, who knows? You know what I mean? Who the fuck knows? Well, I mean, didn't, she did it surprisingly didn't well. Klobuchar, uh over uh, outkick her coverage in New Hampshire, and the thing is. When the race expands pe- into con- con- states that have non-white people, uh, Pete will fall off, yeah. and a moderate will take that space. Right. It w- and it could be her. It could be her. It could be her. could be. It looks like, She's more of a though, real, authentic person than he is, and people respond to that. Right. And, there, and you know, that you look at her and you just think, man. Mm. And I didn't ask them this, but if they, I don't know, if they watched a debate and they watched her fucking... You know, uh, remove Pete's balls, just throw and then, him, stuff him in a locker, and put him in her purse. I don't know. I don't know how you guys don't watch that. And just get a little bit, a little bit of a stiffy. Like, also, know. by the way, anytime the name Amy Klobuchar is said during this pod, can I want you to take the sound of the of uh, Mike Myers's dick hitting his chastity belt in the Love Guru and just ed- edit it in? Sure, okay. it's like yeah. ding. Okay. Yeah. So the audience knows. I yeah. mean, I do. I don't know why I don't like her more. I do tend to date overbearing women. Yeah. So. And I will say this, listener, in case you're worried, I, uh, if, uh, I will be using both of my dead parents' social security num- numbers to vote <laughs> for Bernie Sanders three <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. Spe- um, speaking of phone calls, I got a phone call today, so I'm just like, at home, baking cookies, and. Baking cookies. No one can even hear what you said to interrupt. You can't hear. You, I was just interrupted by Nick going to piss when I was saying bacon puss, making pussies. No, yeah. I was. I mean, I was being a pussy baking cookies, and uh, <laughs> all right, you gotta wait for Nick to get back to tell us. All right, I'm just gonna wait. Apparently, do do. I don't even know if they can hear you in the podcast, and it's funny. I all know, right. but I don't think they can even hear you at all when you're all the way in the fucking bathroom. It's all not right. Like- I got a phone call from Florida, and I answer it. And <laughs> just a bit where you're re- replying to someone that's completely off mic. I like that. With, that that, that person off real. mic is usually about right here, not in a fucking different room. Sometimes you can't pissing. hear them at all. Sometimes you maybe. can't hear them at all, and maybe. it's still funny. You like to know what okay. this, yeah, Or well, can, it can be. I'm not saying this, that was just funny. Just be, I'm not saying it was funny. I'm saying it could be funny. Listeners, let us know right in. Yeah, please. Specifically, we'll have a poll for this segment. Was it funny? <laughs> well, that that's means you got to leave it in. Yeah, that's a that's a great way. Okay, so you're making, you're making cookies and yeah, the phone making rings. calls. I get a phone call from from Florida. I answer it, and it right away. It's like, 
Hey, hey there, Kevin. Is uh, you know, I got three three things for you. One, I want to thank you for help help me on the bathroom ten years ago. Two, I want to know if you want to go fishing Friday or Saturday. And three, you know, I love that picture Trump you sent me. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? In and he knew head. your name. He, he knew my name, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I keep listening to him talking. I'm like, is this who I think it is? Uh, and it's my... I, I, oh, it's got to be an uncle. You I have, have an, an aunt uncle, there. Chester, who lives in Florida. And I, and Is this the husband of the aunt that you live with in Florida? Yes, he's the husband of my aunt, Gloria, who is the crazy evangelical, who I'm sure I've talked about in this pod before. Yes, you have. Um, and I don't she, know if it made the final cut, yeah. but you definitely talked to us on mic about yeah. this. <laughs> she has a son named Kevin. Who is a cop in Florida? <laughs> I have not heard from this man in eleven years since my mom died, and he must have. Tra- he tried to call him, and before I even said anything, he was just like, "Hi there, Kevin. I just want to thank you about you know those fish. I want to go fishing." He's the most fucking over the top Southern hillbilly caricature I've ever heard in my life, and I'm just like sitting there holding my fucking mouth over my my hand my hand over my mouth to keep from laughing, and then I'm just like. Chester, <laughs> wrong Kevin. I'm in Michigan, and then he's like, Michigan. Oh man, Michigan. You ever been to Kalamazoo? And then he goes tells his story about a bar in Kalamazoo where he got in a bar fight, and then got that he went then went fishing with the guys he fought. Uh, he this guy loves to fish. Oh, this guy great, rules. That sounds like a really good story. He's just rambling at me. Going fishing with the guys you just got yeah. in a bar fight with. That sounds great. And then he's that like, guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. I have, I, I've, I've, I don't know the bar you're talking about, but I've been to Kalamazoo. And he's like, where are you staying now? I was like, oh, I live in Detroit. And he's like, oh man, Detroit. You know, Detroit. You're, you're, you're go to the kung fu fights there. And I'm like. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking kung about? Kung Fu fights in it's, Detroit? Yeah, apparently he used to go to Kung Fu fights. And he's like, man, you know, there's some female fighters there. They can fucking rip your balls right off. And <laughs> like, this is like 10 minutes of just like fucking like, uh, Cletus from uh, The Simpsons. It just... sounds like that guy from S-Town, to be honest with you. The, <laughs> yeah. voice, you're, the voice you're doing sounds yeah. like the dude from S-Town. <laughs> this is the same uncle... He's not even my uncle. He's my Aunt Gloria's <laughs> husband by, like, she remarried this guy. So she, uh, there's no blood intermingling between us. Um, but uh, the he married my Aunt Gloria, and he was a former cop. Uh, and when I met him one time ever, which was before my mom, when my mom died, he came over and, like, helped us you know with the, you know, with my mom's hospice and everything. And he was, like, around the house, and my Aunt Gloria would, like, my Aunt Gloria is very Klobuchar energy. She was like domineering this man and telling him to clean our bathroom and do shit. And he was just like, "Yes, Gloria, whatever you say." You know. And then he's told me he's like, "Man, I f- she she I float I float on water when I'm around that woman." Uh, <laughs> uh, and he would just like carry around this fucking framed photo of secu- it was security footage of a bank where he was there, and it was a bank heist that he was there at. He was the security guard there who reported it to the cops. For the cops to come and stop it. But he carried around. They gave him a still from the CCTV footage? Yes, he carried it around to show everybody and tell that story. That's the kind of man we're talking about here. Weird. Yeah. And he looks, this man, for for reference, he he looks exactly like the Gordon's Fisherman. Oh, wow. What is that? The Gordon's Fisherman? You know the Gordon's Fisherman? The Gordon's Fisherman. Yeah, Gordon's. Yeah, the, the fish sticks. Looks exactly oh, no. like that the guy. The guy wearing the the the, the, the yellow slicker. <laughs> I don't I don't buy fish sticks too yeah, often. I he, gotta say. And, yeah, he was just he's a so I was just like, whoa. We got a new one, Mini Mike. How did he do in the debate the other day? Mini Mike! 
Here's a box, Mike. Here, Mike. Boom. Mini Mike, he was a beauty. What happened? Uh -huh. He couldn't breathe. What happened? Mike would like to know. How about that Pocahontas screaming at him? I don't know. As a Kanye fan, I thought you'd like fish sticks. <laughs> ah. Had a great laugh. But I was just like, I was just like, well, well, that's... You should cut that out. I don't, I don't want any South Park references on this, on this podcast. Oh, wasn't there a South... <laughs> why, why, South Park was in the news, or is in the Twitter news the other day. Maybe it was just in my I think part they're of just Twitter. shitting on him. Well, yeah, it's just because everyone's like mad wait. about South Park's political influence. So wait, so what, what was South Park People, was in the news? Just, yeah. No, no, it's just because it's part of the culture now and it came, maybe somebody wrote an article or something. Yeah, it must have. Uh, about how they made it like lame. Culture of apathy. Yeah, the culture of apathy, lame to care oh, yeah. about anything. Earnestness is bad. Yeah, the only the only cool position is to just not give a fuck about anything. Right, we're all fucked. You're either a pussy or dick or a... An asshole. Yeah. Those things. Yep. Cogent. Criticism. Yeah. If you may. I mean, I thought Team America was very funny. Very wise guy. I haven't guys. seen it in a long time. I don't know. There are funny episodes, obviously. Sure. As well. But I mean, it's definitely true. Although the the polar opposite of of South Park's like apathy is fucking Parks and Rec's over earnestness. So I mean, both both poles are bad. Also poison. Yes. You could do both kinds of poison. Oh my God! You know what else she told me? I forgot about this part. I didn't tell you this part. Who's she? Your mom? My mom. She so just all right, we get off of that, and then she's like, uh, "We're just talking about whatever." And then she says, uh, "Hey, you know what? We're, you know what we're rewatching?" And I go, "No." West Wing. Yep. <laughs> and I, uh, mom, I go, "Mom, like I know that's an enjoy. I enjoyed that show like when I watched it." It seems like a lot of leftists a long time did, ago. Honestly, like it's, it's, like, it's, it's like seems if like you a can, not make yes, poorly made show. If you, if you like ignore the cultural context and also like its influence, then yeah, like yes, it's like a fantasy. It's a liberal fantasy. And I was like, Mom, no, that's poison. And she was like, Ah, oh, whatever. Like they <laughs> might radical also just son. be like, Fuck this kid. Yeah. Uh, on some level, I mean, they love me to death, but like they might also be like, I don't know. Uh, I've advocated well, for Antifa, which they thought found a little odd. I was put in an awkward place where my Republican parents told me that they are starting to get into the West Wing, oh, and I was torn between: weird. is this progress or should I speak out against this? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's, that's a tough. weird. That's a tough spot to yeah. be in. Yeah, and luckily my mom now is solidly on the Bernie, but she's still like of the mind where she could watch the West Wing and totally get swept up by it. Because yeah. she like constantly will send me like article. We'll talk about climate change, and I'll be like, "Yeah, we can't, looks like we're all like possibly gonna die unless we like do this whole uh, uh, Bernie thing and socialist. I mean, not even the Bernie thing, but like that's the way you frame it. Like, because right. obviously the point being, capitalist uh, profit-seeking solutions are not gonna stop climate change right. even if the capitalists meant it's just it's they're not going to save the world and it's and, and but she will still send me only like captain planet yeah save the world yeah, and of only course. you can prevent fire forest fires she but she'll still constantly send me articles it'll be like i will i'll have the talk and she'll send me an article about uh bill gates's new uh initiative to like curb global warming and yeah and uh like do eugenics in africa and i'm like mom no mom eugenics no are good you know but it's also partly i know Dawkins it comes said mm -hmm. excuse me I know it like part comes from a place too of her just being genuinely afraid uh, for the future oh, and, and for like my looking future. for any kind yeah. of help. No, yeah, and absolutely. she's not going to find like the the things she's reading and stuff. She's not ever going to like happen upon like an article that doesn't tell her uh, that it's a capitalist that's going to do it with a business uh, market oriented solution. Yeah. So she sees that and she's like, maybe this will make, get, make, save the world, so my son will have children. Yeah, I also <laughs> like I. 
I also said, I mean, we don't have to keep talking about this, but I just said, like, Mom, I, like, got real serious for a second. It was just like, Mom, I'm worried that if if Bernie doesn't get in, then the world is going to end. <laughs> like, that they were just, that no one else is going to do what it takes. Yeah. And even he might not be able to or yeah him, even with him it's a long shot right like it, but i said this is point. like the yeah. this is like the kind of the hail mary pass for us here man i that's my opinion and she was like well hopefully the hopefully whoever gets in there does does what they need to do and i was just like fuck <laughs> i was just like fuck it's too horrible i mean it's too horrible for people to fully like i get it that's something to that like I think- fully grapple with like it's just too fucking horrible yeah, I think that's a big element that like that goes overlooked with a lot of people's conservatives or not like uh, willingness to like take the severity and like apocalyptic nature of climate change as seriously as it demands is just because it sucks to believe that. Right. Like you don't if you live in a world by the grace of God that you don't know it's ending like imagine at this point like taking that pill and being like, well, I'll tell you what, you know what? <laughs> We need to re- that's that we need to reteach people the Old Testament. Ah, uh, maybe people Remind are gonna get people. taught. Well, yeah, but they want the fucking yeah, except for the part where the good Christians get to go to heaven and live in. Well, yeah, paradise. no, we can we can make some adjustments, Ooh. but we got to bring back the part. <laughs> we got to bring back the part where it's not about feeling; it's about things that actually happen. All right, and that the that mm. we live in a cruel world where awful things happen. Not where we got a guy, long-haired hippie, who fucking makes miracles happen. No, we live in a world that's just going to destroy you.